Well, we have a weekly podcast and we need cash now. Go to patreon.com slash Bamfcast. Patreon.com slash Bamfcast. This week on the Bamfcast, Viper's here to really kick some ass. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to Bamfcast. Hey, Bamfcast. That's not Ow. much of a chorus. Oh, I usually expect a lot more. Well, a Morris of a chorus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're right into it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm Harlow. I'm Chuck. Yeah. Welcome uh, to Bamfcast. That's what we do is pun it up right at the beginning. Yep. Or that's not even a pun. That's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Uh, but what we do uh, each and every episode of the Bamfcast is, yep. even, even if for a couple of people short of a Bamfcast, eh. uh, we go to watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie, and we come in here and talk about it. Uh, then they get ratings. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one of five Jacksons and Robot Jocks! Robot Jocks! Yay! Yay! That's a good thing. But there are bad bad movies that stay away. They get a negative sliding scale, one of five bags and giant bags of trash in Boo. which they belong. Boo! Boo. Not named after any one particular movie anymore. Nope, they're just bags filled with refuse. Mm-hmm. They don't deserve uh, an allegiance to a movie of any kind. No. Bad or good. You've probably seen a movie that has a trash bag in it. Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about. Yep. Garbage day. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So, what did we watch this week? Uh, I don't know, because it doesn't know either. Uh <laughs> We watched a movie from, what, 1994? 1994. Uh, possibly called Bad Blood? Bad Blood. Or possibly called Viper. Viper. I'm going to go with Bad Blood because it makes more sense. Uh, Viper makes no sense. Yeah. None. <laughs> but it has one Mr. Lorenzo Lamas in it. It does. Um, so first, it was uh, written by uh, Neil Ruttenberg, who wrote Deathstalker 2, oh. which that should have been a clue as to how goofy this thing was going to be, because Death Soccer 2 is fucking goofy shit. Okay. okay. Uh, but yeah, it does star Lorenzo Lamas. Mm-hmm. He of Snake Eater and Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus fame. Truly his most notable roles of all times. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Snake Eater is a pretty good one to be known for. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Although that may change. Hank, I believe his last name is pronounced Chain. Uh, I looked it up, and there was really no consensus, and I apologize, sir, if I've mispronounced your name. Uh, he was in Death Spa. He okay. plays Lorenzo Lamas's brother. Okay. Uh, and also, the most decorated alum of this episode, John P. Ryan from Avenging Force, Best of the Best, Class of 1999, and Delta Force 2. Mm-hmm. He's Lorenzo Lamas's dad. Yeah. Daddy so. Lamas. And there are a couple other people who are in this familiar that guy's but often they, you know, are playing like hood number two and stuff like that. There are a couple people in this. We go, I know you, but to go through their filmography was uh, a bit of a hassle. So, yeah, um, just familiar faces amongst the stunt crew. <laughs> sure. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. This this movie takes a minute to let you know what it's about. It takes a few minutes to let you know what it's about. This movie starts like it's an episode. It's like the third episode of a television series that you're not that you missed the pilot. Just Uh things are happening and people are talking like, I don't know who you are or what you're talking about. (laughs) Y'all seem to know, (laughs) but no one is letting us know. 
Yeah, it starts with... Uh, it's weird. So the guy they hired to be Lorenzo Lamas's brother looks a lot like Lorenzo Lamas. Yeah, it was... Like, when the movie started, I actually was like, is that Lorenzo Lamas? That's what... I was doing the same thing. I'm like, what? I was like, that's not Lorenzo There's Lamas. There's no way they're going to, yeah. like, off this dude in the opening scene. That's the star of the film. But no, it's his brother. Uh... And just he's walking to his car, and some some toughs show up and rough him up. Basically, yeah. where's the money, Lebowski? I mean, I got to be honest. Like Lorenzo Lamas is one of those things. Like I think his name is funnier to say than he actually deeply connects with my psyche. Like, okay, it, it's like okay. There's Lou Diamond Phillips, and I can say Lou Diamond Phillips. Like, bam, Lou Diamond Phillips picture is in my head sure you know i'm like oh, i know what he looks like yeah and you know and it's like it's a fun name to say because it's like boop, 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 Lou diamond phillips lorenzo lamas is like it's a fun name to say but then like it does not immediately make an uh, his face appear in my head like, so you get like a vague like I, I, well, impression of yeah. maybe a dude with long hair yeah pretty much okay yeah i mean it's like it, it's like seeing fabio out of focus it's just like <laughs> muscular and some flowing hair and mm-hmm. probably atop a motorcycle or a jeep uh whatever you would like find a, your like renegades a, like a, on yeah i mean i did he drive a jeep renegade is that why it was called renegade no probably not okay no. <laughs> he never drives a viper in this so you know, no uh, no so he could have i think this was about when they came out yeah so, well yes yeah. well yeah we we, we established it was because they probably changed the title based on the television show television from 1994 called viper yeah which uh, apparently lasted a lot longer than Chuck or I were. We we both thought it was a colossal failure. Like this weird, like Ford and NBC were like, let's do a thing and yeah. promote a new car. Oh yeah, yeah. No, apparently that show was on for like five years. Um, but I think that was a a case of like a show that got canceled and then like the USA Network picked it up or some shit like that. So. Sure. But I didn't research it that much because I don't yeah. care. Why not Manimal is all I can say. Why not Manimal? <laughs> <laughs> Where's my five years of misfits of science? Yes. Yes. <laughs> a thousand times yes. I Yes, I'm with you. We're the powers of Matthew Starr. Let's fucking do this. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we could name old NBC shows all day long. Um, but yeah, so they, they dude show up to rough up uh, Lorenzo Lamas' brother. Uh, he gets away. Uh, there is a, a car chase. And that just kind of ends. <laughs> There's really no resolution to that. Uh, except that he gets away. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, this was after he, they shot the other dude's family, right? Oh. Or no, no, yeah, they they go rough that's the next scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's like, who's this guy? And it, and it, at first he he's calling that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it really feels like this case of mistaken identity. Honestly, like the it way he, like the way he's playing it, it's like. A part of me is like, is that Lorenzo Lamas? Because like I, my brain may be broken, and it you know, it could again, be, yeah, you have a vague recollection of what Lorenzo Lamas looks sure, like. Sure, we've established I have a mild you know face blindness when it comes to Lorenzo Lamas. I did the same thing. I was like, yeah. wait a minute, is this like is he playing a yeah. dual role or something? This it, is strange. It's like a Lorenzo Lamas oil painting. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I don't know why I just went that far. From- and I apologize. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. I don't know what, but yes, he uh, he he gets gets away, and then the next scene is like he's trying to call this guy, mm-hmm. but this guy is in the park. This guy, there's a family in a park mm-hmm. 
threatening to hit each other with a soccer ball. It is the weirdest whatever game they are playing. But there's uh, uh, obviously a, a husband and wife and a small child. Mm-hmm. And this jaunty music is playing the whole time. Yes. And very, very jaunty. Cell phone starts ringing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're like, child, go answer that. Mm-hmm. So the child goes to answer that. And there's a bad guy there. And the bad guy's like, magic trick. And she's like, yay. And then he's like, gun. And she's like, oh, no. <laughs> and so she gets silenced, shot. Uh, and then the parents are like, what was that? Because they heard the shot. Uh, and they go over and they also get shot. And they are dead. And we're like, who who are these people? <laughs> I, I just want to note that you're not alone if you're of a certain age that if you have Rage Against the Machine in your head right now, I, I do. <laughs> just, I wanted to know you're not alone because <laughs> when you said, I think I heard a shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, sorry. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so I think at this point we see Lorenzo Lamas welding together his antique tow truck. He's in a garage just sanding and... and no, I think it goes straight to his baseball game. No, the, the first time oh. you see him, he's working on his truck, and then it cuts to baseball him game. at the baseball field. Oh, okay. Just hitting tiny dingers out to the small children. Oh, that's, that's right, yeah. Wasn't there, like, his, like, the first time we show him was, like, this weird, like, long, sweaty, like, yes. Michael Bay... Diet Coke commercial thing. Camera panning yeah. up. You know, it stops yeah. at his crotch for one point. He's working with his hands, which are near his crotch. But the way the shot is filmed, you're like, uh, hello. <laughs> Move the camera somewhere else, please. Or don't, whichever. Yeah. No. Um, Do not. <laughs> so, yeah, then it, it cuts to him at a baseball game. Mm-hmm. And right away, he's got a bit of an accent for some reason that will mostly fade out by the time the movie is over, but he is super In this scene countrying it up for some he's like, hey child, here comes a ball. And it's like like fucking AJ Styles is out there and you're like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's just a bunch of ADR of like, hey, say hi to your dad. Here yeah. you go. Here's a dinger. Come on, come on, Nathaniel, <laughs> let's play some ball now. Come on. So it's really strange because he does not do that for the rest of the film. Yeah. He just resorts to Lorenzo Lama's voice, but in this opening scene, he was like, I'm going to try this with an accent. <laughs> mm-hmm. And there's a lady in the stands, and he looks over and sees that there's a lady there, and nothing comes from that, well, except that... Yeah, I mean, it's that's the thing, is like, skip ahead, they know each other, mm-hmm. but there's these like weird shots of like, hey... Oh, there's 10 straight minutes of who who are you people to each other? It, mm-hmm. At first, it just seems like, here's a sexy lady checking out Lorenzo Lamas at a Little League game, as you do. Uh, so the, the toughs who we've seen in other scenes pull up into the parking lot and she's like, well, I need to leave. And he notices this and goes to investigate and he's just like, get out of here, lady. Well, so yeah, they're kind of starting to surround her around her car. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he just, steps and this just, he just, baseball bat. yeah, this just leads to a, a fight, which. This sets the tone for what's going to happen in action scenes for the rest of the film, although you're not quite sure of that yet. Mm-hmm. This could just be a goofy scene. Um, it, there's He's doing flips, and at one point there's a brick fight mm-hmm. uh, where he is constantly smashing this dude's crotch with a brick. And at one point they're dueling with bricks. Yes. Um, also, people just or pulling chains off of his ancient tow, tow truck. Yes, uh, it, it's just a weird, isolated Mad Max fight in this Little League baseball field well, parking not, lot. Not only that, it's like, <laughs> to paint the scene even better, is it's like there's a Little League field. I mean, there's a baseball diamond, but then, like, you know, one of those, you know, 1994, like, super modern, like, foam-bottomed, like, really nice parks. You yes. know what I mean? Like, the, you know, 
around the mid nineties when, when, you know, everyone kind of went like, Hey, maybe wrought iron monkey bars <laughs> uh, you know, on top of concrete is not the best place to put our children. Yeah. Uh, we started to think a little better. Yeah. We had a lot of time to think in the nineties cause there wasn't anything going on. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, so I mean, I'm just saying it's like it's a, it's just weird. It's like, hey, we got to go grab this lady. Where's the best place? How about the family fun center? <laughs> like, you know, where there's like people all around. Like, yeah. it's just like, oh, cool. Like, yeah, steal her out of the middle of a very public place. There's this very red hand to hand combat going on mm-hmm. at the baseball field. Yep, where everyone has just picked up their children. This but, is also where we get our first estab- quickly establishing shot of his hanger-on girlfriend. Because she's like... After- no, it's the scene after this, because like the fight ends and uh-huh. it cuts to a strip club. No, no, no. She was there. She was like, remember, she was wearing like super short shorts for no fucking reason. Like, was that her? Yes. Oh, okay. I thought yes. it was just some lady hanging out yeah, on the baseball field. I'm pretty field. sure. Like, okay, you're her. right. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure that was her. Like, okay. So, yeah. It's weird because, yes, at the end of that, they get in the truck, but it's not like they're in a hurry or anything. It's just like, well, that happened. Let's Mm -hmm. get you to work, honey. Yeah. Yeah, because I here's the thing. I don't know because this movie never bothers to give you details. I'm just going to go and paint the picture of Lorenzo Lamas's life. Okay. He was a cop. He was. He helped destroy evidence because his brother is a douchebag. Your brother's mother. a colossal yeah. piece of shit and basically and he was, was talked into it by his dad yeah and it, and got caught and you know put in a prison for destroying it tampering with evidence mm-hmm. and then which is weird because like I, I guess you don't have evidence so they can't do anything against the brother but it seems a little weird for like whatever super harsh penalty of him and then the brother to be like yeah whatever we don't have anything on you go i i, I but i guess that's how it works uh, well he destroyed it yes so. that's, that's true but <laughs> even though we all saw it <laughs> right and know what it was it won't hold up in court so right you're free to go lorenzo Alamos, you get in jail yeah so uh so he's got this like seedy underbelly nature of his life but he's also like supposed to be this super duper awesome good guy. So it's just kind of strange because like, all right, he's coaching whatever the hell baseball thing this is. Mm-hmm. Maybe working at a salvage yard. I don't know. Just because he has we never this, see his yeah. job. Yeah. I mean, he works on that truck and then he's it, just got a truck that's and he wears the this team is sponsored by Eduardo's towing yard or whatever. Sure. But does he work there? I don't know. Or does he work security at the Strip club, I don't know. Doesn't but he, matter. He goes to the strip club, but that could also just be to take his lady who works there to work. I believe it was because okay. he just sits at the bar and drinks until the bar closes. And but I mean, that's he... also kind of like what Patrick Swayze did in Roadhouse. Like, True. Just, just generally hang around unless there's trouble. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So um, he's uh, he's there and mm-hmm. tinkling away at the piano. And then the lady who was at the stadium shows up. Now, the movie's not really telling you it's the same lady. You just kind of have to work it out like this is that same lady. Mm -hmm. And she sits down, and they start having a familiar conversation. Like, remember when you taught me this? And it's like, what? It's like, didn't you well, just meet at the baseball and also field? He's like, well, and, and even making it even weirder, like when she walks in and sits down, he's like, eh, what are you doing, stranger, or something like that? Or, you know, like, I don't know. Right. Who are you? Like, it's Yeah, it's the whole thing is like played out very strange right. for... What is essentially his former lover turned sister-in-law. Right. She was with him until he went to jail and she got lonely. So she hooked up and apparently married the brother. Sure. So they're either together or they're married. It's never quite clear. But the movie really doesn't spell that out for you for a while. Right. Um, And it doesn't help that Lorenzo Lamas's girlfriend is super jealous of this lady. And he has the ability to defuse this situation instantly by saying, 
that's my sister-in-law or that's my brother's girlfriend or my family's in trouble or any number of things that would diffuse it. He just keeps saying, I don't know her. Yeah, she's not important. <laughs> I don't know who she is. You're you're crazy in the head, lady. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I guess that's just, it's going to my point of, Look, I in this movie it doesn't really bother me because this movie is just bonkers all around. <laughs> but I think it's it's just getting to that point of like, wow, like it's real strange when we somehow flip the script on like what we considered the hero in our movie. You know, and it's just like this movie like literally does him no favors <laughs> as far as like he's a good guy. You know, just a bad situation. It's just like he's dumb. Yeah, he just he does dumb things, and it's one of those movies that the movie cannot progress unless he does right. dumb things. Yes. Um, and that, I think that's what, you know, and, and, and also, I guess, in this movie's favors, everybody makes the worst decisions yes, at that, all points, you know. Like, every time it's like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yes. he, he, so has, she, he has the sex with the girlfriend and then that abruptly stops and he just gets up and packs a bag and says, I've got family business. I've got to go. And she's like, you're going to see that horror, aren't you? And he's like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Goodbye. And she's just like, if if you're cheating on me, I will fucking hunt you down and murder you. And he's like, well, whatever. So you can stay here if you want. <laughs> here's all the stupid. Like, I mean, just just in this one sequence alone, here's the stupid that happens. Okay. So this lady shows up, mm-hmm. who's his sister in law or yes. whatever she is, uh, writes her phone number or writes her address down or you know their address down in a matchbook with just her name. Yep. Not Rhonda. Whatever their last name is, nope. or whatever you know, it could be something that would be like a sister. They have a cool last name. What is it? Uh, uh, Blackstone. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so then he's like, wakes up in the middle of the night, is staring at the matchbook, throws all the shit in the bag, never says anything like that. Guy, that was my sister-in-law. Yeah. My dad had a heart attack. I got to go see him. You just stay here. No, but nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. All these things that could diffuse it, and then leaves the matchbook behind. To which, of course, she finds it is like that son of a bitch. Now, in the other movie, it's just this. This lady's part is done. It's just it was jealous stripper who was, you know, no. taking you know keeping him busy while he was uh, you know off moping, being sad boy ex cop. You right. know, like I, in this movie, it's like no, she's on a mission. She will be an agent of chaos mm-hmm. who will uh, move the plot along because yep. otherwise there's no way to do that. Yeah. Um, so, but he goes to the house mm-hmm. and his brother's like, hey, it's my brother. Get in here. Yeah, and, check this place out. Isn't it great? Yeah. yeah. And they go see his dad and his dad's like, hey, my boy. And and they're basically like, look, here's the deal. We, we came to get you because uh, I owe some bankers $100,000 and they're real upset about it. And uh, can you use your your powers to get them off our backs for a little while? And he's like, yeah, okay, sure, maybe, but let's all just hang out for a while. Um, and then the bad guys have or she. Okay, well, wait. Yeah, there's a weird. There, right? There's a bunch of like weird scenes where he can't stop staring at the lady once he shows up. That's the other weird thing is it's just like. He was basically like, I won't even look at you. I don't know you. Who are you? Get out of my face. You broke my heart. Get the fuck out of here. Uh-huh. And then, like, gets to their house, and it's just like, yeah, it's <laughs> party. Yes. You know, just the whole time to which his yeah. brother catches it. And there's, like, a momentary, like, him look out the window, like, mm, I don't know. He's talking to my lady. Yeah. Because there's, like, <laughs> there's a lot of dumb going on, but, she, like, they've got the world's tiniest little lap pool. And,. I mean, it's just like, it's like one person lap pool, basically. And she just like, 
he's sitting at one end of it, so when she deductively gets out of the water right in front of him, and is just like, who? You know, I'm all wet and <laughs> yeah. cold, and he, you know, and they just start flirting, you know, which the brother sees, and then it's just like bad guys show up with guns. So it's just, it's like this half second of like, I still have feelings for you, maybe, but maybe. I can't, and because I'm the good guy in this movie, maybe. Uh, sure. Yeah, and then bad guys show up, and then just you know, shoot a lot of shit. Uh, They're shooting, and uh, at yes, this is this is a gunfight slash fight scene. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of slow mo, crazy ass bullshit happening. One guy comes at Lorenzo Lamas with a knife, who Lorenzo Lamas immediately takes and stabs him with that knife. Mm-hmm. And this dude looks like he has been betrayed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this guy has an expression like, "How did that happen? What the hell?" <laughs> Because mm-hmm. he came at him like he did this. I'm going to f- throw my knife up in the air and catch it with the other hand because that's how badass I am. And Lamas in like two seconds flips it around and stabs him with his own knife. And he's like, how the hell? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it ultimately ends like they they grab the old man and are like dragging him down the stairs. Yeah, it's a weird standoff that yeah. shouldn't end the way it does. But it like so they've got the old man at gunpoint. Well, right? they had they had the brother like pinned behind a bar. And he just was like doing the pop up shoot, and they drag the old man down the stairs until basically like, "Hey, drop your weapon." He's like, "Pops," and you know, does like, I don't know if he puts his gun all the way down or just like you know, lowers it or whatever. But well, they don't really get to this point because so like they've got the dad, mm-hmm. Lorenzo Lamas has a dude, and he's like, "I'm gonna shoot this dude unless you let my dad go." Which no henchman would be like, <laughs> yeah, they would be like, "Go ahead, who get that guy? Who can't? Who cares?" Yeah, he's just a work friend. Um, but lady comes in with a shotgun. On the other side of the fucking room, like she's not in range of anybody. And she's like, I'm going to shoot your balls off unless you let him go. And they're like, yep, touche, madam. You have us. <laughs> we will be on our way now. Mm-hmm. And then. Well, they had to gauge the situation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they leave and everyone's like, dude, what the hell? That's not about $100,000. And he's like, all right, I. Uh, I stole five million from, from from the cartel. Yeah, from the cartel. Basically, like I, you know, I was laundering cartel money through Dad's business. Yeah, which Dad doesn't seem to have any he real does. like response or reaction to. No. Uh, and Dad's just, motivation in this entire movie is to watch television. Yeah, like that, that and keep my boy alive. Right. You know, keep my dumbass boy alive. But my God, when he reveals that he owes or he stole five million dollars, the dad just could not be more son. I am disappointed. <laughs> He is just like, oh, Jesus, God, no. <laughs> Why? Well, I believe he says five fucking million dollars. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's like, look, we can't raise that. We can't get it. And he's like, you have to pay that back. And he's like, well, okay, here's what I did. Mm-hmm. There was a, a too good to be true land deal going on. And I gave him five million. And he said I would triple my money in a week. And guess what? <laughs> all the money's gone. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So they're all like, Jesus yeah, Christ! Yeah, and I mean, like, as far as like the weirdest, most inconsequential, like, okay, so you've got this now red herring, you know, this MacGuffin thing, you know, of like we've got to get the money, and mm-hmm. it seems like, all right, shit, that's gonna be what the movie's about is like somehow we've got to find the money and whatever bullshit. No, they just go to this guy's office, be like, hey, or his house actually, <laughs> yeah. and and you know, comment about like, hey, you just bought a fully loaded Mercedes or whatever, and then they basically just bust in, and, and I don't really understand it, but it's like he's got. Biker protection, or is that somebody later? Am I no, missing? No, that, that's up? the dude at his house. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 he's got. So he's got like a lady who comes out, and she's like, he's it's not supposed available. To be his daughter, I think. I don't know that lady. They said something. Like, I know, I but I'm pretty sure they maybe they meant it in some weird way. But I'm pretty sure, like, we need to see your dad. I'm oh, pretty sure is what okay. I heard. But but 
giant ass biker man yeah. walks out and he's like, not on my watch. No, I mean, this is like a California McMansion, you know, like, yeah. I mean, but it's like they open the doors and it's like, you know, you know, what do you think bald biker dude with a rebel flag tattoo on his vest? You know, it's like, yeah, that guy, like, yeah. you know, like, yeah, like an Altamont here. It, <laughs> so Lamas has to fight this dude just to get in the house. And this starts a thing that the soundtrack will do, which is this weird, crunchy guitar riff mm-hmm. that punctuates every action scene afterwards in some way, shape, or form. But in this case, it's when that dude gets kicked in the balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. He gets kicked in the balls and goes, oh, and the guitar goes, wow. <laughs> yep. He, th- this dude like picks Lorenzo Lamas up and Lorenzo Lamas does the, the hand clap, the wrestling hand clap on the ears. Mm-hmm. And it's just a lot of just kicking this dude, trying to get him down. And eventually he just kicks him into the pool, which, of course, defeats him because, you know, that's big guys are, you know, defeated by pools. <laughs> but they get into this dude and this is just weasel guy. You've seen this guy in a million things. Um, but he's just like, ah, the money, I don't know. There's some of it in a, in a trunk in a thing. Go get it. So they just go to like the storage facility and open up a trunk of a car and there's a bag with some cash in it. But it certainly is no fucking way. Five million dollars. Nope. But they just act like, all right, well, this will have to do. So I, my estimate was like between four and six hundred thousand dollars. OK. Max that could have been in the size of that. Sure. Bag in, in the hundred bundles that it was. You know? But one, they act like our problems are solved Two, They don't go and immediately deliver it to the bad guys. They go to a fucking bar. <laughs> yep. I believe after this point, they have already because like um, they've already vacated the house because the main bad guy is there when the girlfriend shows up. Mm -hmm. She's shown up because she has the address and she's like, there's some menace and there's some some. But basically, she's like, I hate him. Uh, I will help you find him. So I mean, that here's what's weird is like they're basically like, again, this movie's not super clear about this as to who these people are or where they're going. Right. But what it turns out is he calls an old buddy of his, mm-hmm. two old buddies. One, he's got a, a hippie dude who has a commune that like operated in the 70s yeah. who now lives there by himself, he's I the guess. He's one left. And no one else was committed. <laughs> <laughs> basically, you know, basically takes his dad there. Yes. And, and his dad's like, I'm not sitting with this. Like, that's, what, that's the funniest thing is like, people are nonplussed by... Yeah, everything when like their lives are in danger, like like they're just complaining about some bullshit. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It's actually I was about to say that's really weird, and I couldn't relate. And then I realized people couldn't put a tiny piece of fabric over their nose to save lives. But so yeah, I mean it checks out. Yeah, it, it, this, yeah, is, Matt, this the, is a remarkable the, look at yeah, human behavior. The, the, math, <laughs> the math checks out. Turns out, yeah. But I mean, like this guy's, you know, just like fucking hell. I can't believe I'm gonna have to sit here with this hippie bullshit and flower power bullshit. And oh, then the this, guy's this like communist. And then the guy's like, hey man, I got a TV with a satellite and three hundred channels. He's like. All right. And then basically just plants down in his egg chair and never moves nope. again. He's just there for the rest of the film. Yeah. He's just watching yep. TV. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're generally watching some sort of martial arts. Like he was watching boxing at one point, then just karate from what you know, whatever satellite F band satellite yeah. thing he picked up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that that's him for the rest of the film. Yep. Um, um and then the 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 brother and the wannabe girlfriend sister in law uh go to this like shit ass hotel that he just knows the guy that runs it. Mm-hmm. Um they knew each other in prison. Sure. He helped him out. Okay. He's like he was he was good to me as a cop in prison. He kept me safe. Yeah. So uh yeah, they they they've got a little safe house. Mm-hmm. Um so the girlfriend has shown up, offered the information, the bad guy's like, Cool. Um 
she was basically just like, hey, don't, because like she was immediately going to get killed. Then she's like, I know him. Fuck him. He's running around with this other lady. I was like, I knew it. I will tell you everything about him, which I don't really understand because like, how does she know anything about his life here? Because this seems to be somewhere else from where they lived. I think this is San Bernardino. The whole place, even where they well, know the houses. That's where the house is. But I don't think that's where he was little leaguing. And, right. That's yeah, that's what I mean. Different. That's yes. what I mean. It just doesn't really make sense that like did he really his mysterious ass. I can't tell you that's my sister in law. Be like, hey, when I lived in San Bernardino as a kid, I went to this bar. I knew this guy. Like, how the fuck? Would well, she- it's funny. She she is she gives a speech which is basically like. I, I know how he thinks. I know uh-huh. everything about him. He'll blend in, disappear. You'll never see him again. Right. That kind of thing. And it's just the only thing that she does is that she knows the guy at the hotel. <laughs> That's the only real piece of information she has to offer. Although you can deduce other things because they do show up at other places. Mm-hmm. The the hippie commune place at one point, they show right. up there. So but that's it. Really, she's a, she's a human Rolodex, basically. It's not like she's like, well, if if I were him, he would be thinking this. And oh, yeah, no. It's none of that. Um, so anyway, like, they roll up, like, ten dudes at this cheap-ass hotel to, to take care of Because she's called ahead. She's like, hey, it's me. And he's like, hey, you, yeah, we'll see you later. And he, she's like, yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. they come in. And this this was a mistake of the bad guys. Another a stupid thing that gets the plot moving. Which is they all walk in, like her and 20 dudes, and dude, uh, dude behind the counter is like, no, mm-hmm. they checked out. I don't know what you're talking about. Get out of here. Uh, and they immediately threaten him because, of course, they do. Yep. And uh, go upstairs where. <laughs> yeah, they've left Rhonda, who's the sister-in-law behind for some reason. Rhonda is standing in front of the closed door, just standing there smoking in like full business casual attire, just standing there as the door is being beat down. And then, like, dudes come in through the room, and then eventually, like, the, the, the hotel guy gets a hold of one guy's gun and takes out a couple of guys, and then he gets taken out. Um, they they take her at this point. Yeah, I mean, that's... No, the... they don't. They don't. No, not yet. Not yet? Not yeah. yet, because she's got to tend to learn Zolamas and stuff oh, like that. They, right. they haven't taken her yet. Yeah. Uh, because, uh, so... Oh, they take the brother first, don't they? Because, yeah, they... Well, they, they can't... don't have him yet, either. They don't have him yet, either, but they uh, take him first. Yeah. They have shown back up. And this begins like a fight all throughout this hotel. And again, this is fucking chaos and and craziness happening. There's one like Lorenzo Lamas enters enters the scene at one point, like he jumped off a third story window Mm -hmm. doing a leap into the scene. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I think in mid movie, I was like, did he just leap from the mezzanine of this place? Like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. I believe they they fight all around this hotel, which then spills out of the hotel down an alley, and the brother has the bag of money, mm-hmm. and they get into like this just abandoned building, and more shenanigans happen in here. Sure, this is where yeah. like the 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 rebar fight happens, and yeah, I never really quite understood like where that place was. I, they they run yeah. down an alley at okay. one point, and all then right. suddenly they're at this other location. Um, so they're they're fighting in a place that has weapons. Mm-hmm. And there, I mean, there's like a bit where Lorenzo Lamas gets the drop on these two guys and these two guys are just like, nah, now we have weapons. And it's like, you fucking idiot. Lorenzo Lamas will just do these combat roles out of nowhere all the time. And they get more and more hilarious as the movie goes on, because then he's doing like 
standing one arm hand plants and shit to get from one <laughs> hiding location to the other. It's well, it, the, it's the, just increased. The silliness is increasing, right. and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Well, like the the traditional, uh, I guess would that be judo? Like take down like the. Grab someone's arm and like you know James mm-hmm. won them around basically. <laughs> you know, sure, you know James won camera angle them around, right. but like you know flip them around yeah. and you know the one arm takedown type thing. He he double does that to the guys with the guns. He kind of drops behind them, grabs their arms, and yes. like double judo takes them down. Mm-hmm. That's how he enters the scene. <laughs> we we got to talk about how he enters. The scene. Sure. Um, yeah, because you see him look up and he's yeah. like, I could hide up there. I could, yep. I could butt arm my way up there. <laughs> um. Uh, so the brother has <sighs> this is so stupid. Yeah, it really is. This it's is so fucking stupid. He does a thing that in other movies you're like, okay, that makes sense. You got to hide the money. He takes all the money out of the bag that the money was in and puts it in this cardboard box and replaces it with some newspaper mm-hmm. and then tosses the bag out of the window. So the money is now hidden in this barrel in this abandoned building. Bad guys are like immediately there. And he's like, I know fisticuffs, too. And the bad guy is like, no, (laughs) whatever you're going to hit me with. Absolutely not. (laughs) Has no effect on me whatsoever. You fucking moron. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's basically from that point on. They have the brother because Lorenzo Lamas shows back up and he's at the the big ass fucking hole in the building, which is, you know, I'm calling it a window, but it's just an empty hole in this building. And he's standing out there and he sees the bag. There to explain the bad guy structure, there there is all right. We'll just get it out of the way because I mean I feel like it has to just be brought up because I mean someone's gonna be like you watch that movie and you guys don't watch these movies. The the main bad guy of this movie is a real life piece of shit, and yep. we're basically like the less said about him, yep. the better. But so there's him. Uh, and then he's got this like other dude who like and the crazy thing is like they're not even the bad guys they're the contractors for the cartel they're just there to dudes. gather the money yeah. for the cartel they're, they're basically like the guy they're the Mr. Wolfs you call in like when this guy fucked us over yes. and, you know go deal with this yeah so but like they both they give them this like weird dumb personality of like that they've you know, sort of road to perdition way too much enjoy their fucking lives, you know, that they love, like they're taking pictures of like the people that they murder and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. So it's the second in command dude that grabbed the brother and then just basically stood there like while he was hitting him with rebar, like I'm invincible to that. What the hell? Um, But he's, they've shown him a couple times. He's like, they did the, one of the bad guys failed in one of their missions twice. Like he was set there and got, he got beat up by Lorenzo Lamas at the baseball field. And then like, yes, got uh, sent home when they came out, (laughs) when they broke into his house and sent home when she came out with the shotgun. Yeah. So he gets, this dude pulls out a like a literal fucking pen knife mm-hmm. and stabs this dude like directly in the heart and just watches him like bleed out. So it's been established this guy has this pen knife. Yeah. So he pulls it out and, right. like, and throws it at Lorenzo Lombas's shoulder, which at first he's just like, that's unfortunate. But then there's like this dramatic, like he pulls the pen knife out and it's just like, <laughs> like it's he like Dracula 3000s this pen knife for half a second. Mm-hmm. And then dudes are just shooting. And yeah, he just he Greg Luganis is out of there doing like a triple twist. And I then, mean, he lands better. Uh, y- yes, <laughs> uh, <yeah>. um, <laughs> he lands like right as the lady has has gotten in the car mm-hmm. and is approaching him. 
and she slams on the brakes, which makes the tire spin for some reason. And he is able to land on the hood, flip backwards, get in the passenger seat, and they drive away. Mm-hmm. But not before, they like, stunt away. Yeah, I was going to say, not before like <laughs> stunting out like three more times. One of which, like, someone tries to slide the car and it just slams it against something I don't think they were supposed to. No. Because, I mean, it's, you know, it's clearly like a, a classic caddy. Yes. You know, I mean, it's a car you would want to take care of right uh, they did not <laughs> no um but yeah they they, they bought that car basically stunt out but yeah so like he's he's kind of been beaten up and gotten the pin knife in the shoulders so she's kind of uh patching him up uh well okay so they cut from that they're in a fucking foundry or some shit it's a barn but it just looks like mm-hmm. it's lit with this golden light and Lorenzo Lamas has let his hair down and he's fucking glistening. Mm-hmm. Like they have oiled him up as he is shirtless. Well, there's Lorenzo's oil. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the real joke is right there. That's, that's where it should okay. came, came made a play. Right. Yeah. So she's patching him up, which basically just means put a bandaid on his little pen knife wound. Yeah. And then he just falls back on the bed, like nesty plunges back onto the bed and I think she tries like half a second to kiss him. And he's just like, uh, no, uh, no. my my pen knife wound hurts. Yes. <laughs> and then the pen knife wound is mightier than the sword knife wound. <laughs> uh, yep. I'm pretty sure this goes into either a fantasy or a remembering I, a time yeah. we had sex before, also in a barn. Because... Well, the color scheme was very remember the time, so I'm gonna go with that. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Also, he did not have the Band-Aid on from his injury, so that was another clue that perhaps... Oh, that was definitely not real. Uh, yeah, I know, uh, yeah, but I, I mean... it's just weird that it was also taking place in this fucking barn. Well, sure, I mean, um, you know. But yeah, so they have a, a ghost sex scene, <laughs> and then, so he's sleeping, and he's fucking sleeping the sleep of the dead. Like, he is the worst. Like, if you were a cop in prison, uh-huh. and you're sleeping this hard, there's no way you're still alive. <laughs> but so she... Okay, this starts a thing that is never explained and is never resolved in any satisfying way because she silently or sort of silently zips the bag open and sees that it's just newspaper. And mm-hmm. she's like, son of a bitch. And it's like... Are they, I, just just for realistic understanding purposes, this is like one of those leather bags with mm-hmm. like the, you know, the thick ass metal zipper. Yeah. yeah, like the yes, not quiet at no, all. Like, you cannot stealthily <laughs> yeah. open this bag. Yeah, not not like a modern nice Nike zipper, you know, no. type of thing. This is like the old school, like yeah. <laughs> and she gets increasingly frustrated yeah. with the j- amount of newspaper that's in there. She's rustling around, and then she s- silently closes it again, and he never wakes up. Mm-hmm. Um, as they were having the dream sex, this is the fucking best part of the movie to me. The dream sex? <laughs> no, oh. the thing that's happening while they're doing that. Oh. Some hobos have arrived at the abandoned building mm-hmm. and they've taken the barrel that the money is in and they set it up right and they put a bunch of trash in it. And they set it on fire. <laughs> yep. The money burns up. It's not a ruse. It's not like, oh, made you think they burned up the money. No, because the next morning, Lorenzo Lamas and the lady, they go to the building to look for the money because I guess she has explained, hey, while you were sleeping, I noticed there was no money in this bag. Mm-hmm. They go to the building and eventually they're just like, no, they no, find... no follow up questions. No, like, <laughs> oh, nothing. Why were you looking for the money? <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, they just notice some some burnt pieces of money and she's like, oh my God, what the fuck are we going to do? And he's like, bluff him. Yeah. <laughs> my, 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 my poker face. <laughs> right. We can play poker. Yeah. And at, at first, I was, uh, he's been playing with the deck of cards the whole game. I don't think he's playing with a full deck of cards. <laughs> <laughs> because. <laughs> Here's what here's what he's been doing, and I don't 
I don't know what kind of weird pie gal bullshit he's... He's playing one-man blackjack is what he's doing. No, he... Is he? Yeah. He's he's making hands that get as close to 21, and then he takes the is hand... Is that and what puts, he's doing? That's what I saw him do. Okay, because he was always flipping three cards. I thought he was, like... like Maybe. Playing three-card poker, you know, some pie gal shit or something. I was just... I never really quite understood. I was like, oh, that's a uh, flush. You know, <laughs> like, one of the things he flipped over is just a bunch of garbage cards, and I was like, oh, they're all... But no, they're it all, added up to 20, spades, so he and, was like... Yeah. Oh. I made okay. it. I don't know. But my thought was, okay, he's been playing with these cards the whole time, and he says, all right, we're going to have to bluff him. I'm like, is this going to end in like a big like card match or some shit? It doesn't. No. Uh, it ends way better than that. <laughs> so, it's, a, it's a Casino Royale with cheese. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, this is why you keep me around. Yeah. yeah. Let me write that one down. <laughs> I okay, so I don't know when they grab her. Um, they do at some point. Let's just finish. so they go to the hippie commune and murder the dad and the hippie guy. They they they, mac- they do that. That's pretty late, but that does happen. Yeah, I just I mean like because that I mean that dude's essentially done. I mean right. Lorenzo Lama shows back up and is like, ah, oh, damn it, dad, and you know like never mentions it ever again. Yeah, like he's had for like half a second. And I mean honestly, like Colonel Hippie Reverend dude, whatever his name was, like he gets it the worst. Yeah, he gets he gets Maxwell Silvered hammered. He like, does just to his fucking. Skull and like doesn't die right away. He even gets like a ah, been hit in the head with a hammer. And it's like, yeah, it, uh, that, that sucks. So I think I know when she get, gets captured, and okay. the reason I'm not remembering it exactly is because of the thing that happens in the scene. Mm-hmm. That is the fucking greatest thing in the history of movies. <laughs> uh, which one? Because I mean, there's feel like there's a lot in this movie. But... Well, okay, so at some point. Uh, another action scene has broken out, and mm-hmm. there is a car that is chasing Lorenzo Lamas down the street in slow motion. Right, he is running away from it, and the car is coming. Oh, that's exactly when they grab her because, yeah. like, they've grabbed her in a car and they're like taking her this way. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, yeah, when was I don't remember what they grabbed. It doesn't matter. <laughs> they they grab her at this yeah. point because he's alone after this from from this point on because mm-hmm. he goes and gets in the car and he's like, son of a bitch, she has the keys. But so there is a car coming at him. Eventually, he's just like, I don't much care for this, and turns around and shoots the driver. This does not stop the driver. Well, it kills the driver, but it doesn't stop the car. So the way Lorenzo Lamas gets out of this is doing a fucking front flip 20 goddamn feet in the air over the car. (laughs) We had to watch this twice because it is the most ridiculously awesome thing. It is just, what in the blue hell are you doing here, movie? This is that thing that high school kids were trying to do. Jump over cars, and this was like murdering children in the late 90s. Well, actually, you know, it's funny I mentioned Nike zippers, because that was the Reebok ad. That's what started that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that that kid did it in the Reebok ad, and then everyone was like, oh, shit, moving car, all you have to do is jump up. Well, Lorenzo Lamas has fucking superpowers because he leaps over this car. Also, I think Kid was the wrong. I, I want to say that was a famous, like, you know, not Usain Bolt, but the equivalent of the time. Sure. The magnificent fucking fine specimen and athlete, of an athlete, not random person <laughs> who's just like, I think I can jump over a car. <laughs> you know, high school yeah. dork. Yeah, not just like, <laughs> hey, I'll watch this, you know. <laughs> Check this out. Ah, <laughs> uh, this, man, this broke my brain when it happened. Like, uh-huh. I was just like, what? the hell <laughs> like this movie has been doing all kinds of goofy shit just the goofiest shit like kicks will have punch sound effects and punches will have no sound effects 
And anytime somebody falls off of a thing, they fall into the pit of eternity. Yes. Because they they don't put a squish sound effect. So and they always cut off the yell. Like they're like mid fall and they're like, ah. Well, so like there's a gunfight with dudes on stairs. Like mm-hmm. Lorenzo Lamas is at the ground floor, and these dudes are coming out of windows and stuff to shoot at him. And each time they do that, he shoots one and that dude falls. Now, we never know exactly where that person falls because it's a it's a two-shot, like you see one shot of the stairwell, and then you see a reverse shot of Lorenzo Lamas. So you see a dude get shot, and he falls and screams, and then it cuts back to Lorenzo Lamas, and there's no impact. The scream has stopped making noise. Mm-hmm. There's no... that People, if you, if you fall in this movie without doing some sort of flipping motion, you go into the void. You are mm-hmm. gone. Like, you just don't exist. It's like really advanced, the floor is lava rules. It, yes, it yeah. must be. It's yeah. flourish. It's You yeah. must... <laughs> you, you must be a fancy yeah. fuck when you fall off something. Uh, otherwise, you you just go nowhere. <laughs> you are gone. So yeah, they they've killed his dad, and this and, and they've got the brother and the and the sister wife <laughs> held hostage. Mm-mm-mm. They're they're going to do something to them. I don't know what. Um, kill them basically. There, there's never at this point any attempt to get the money. They've never explained like the money burned up. Um, well, they also never like at any point, even when they legitimately had the money, like there, I think there was like one shootout where I think they just find them at the bar or something like, or no, it's, it's when they go, they, they leave the bar to go back to the hotel and that's when the bad guys oh, are okay. already there. They yeah. could just go, here's the money. Yeah. Just this, here. This is the reason you're here. Yeah. Just, Stop. this is over. Here's yeah. your money. We're done. Yeah. But yeah. no, they don't do that. Yeah. Which is like the whole time the brother is such a piece of shit. Like he's like Lorenzo Lamas is is not involved in this whatsoever. He has no part in this. He's already ruined his life because of this piece of shit brother. Mm-hmm. And the brother is like, this is the only car you could find to steal. And it's like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like this, you stole five million dollars from a fucking drug cartel. Yeah. Oh, they also making fun of the, the hotel. Oh, right. Like, They're yeah. like, whoa, swanky digs. You know, it's just like, fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, our, our hideout isn't good enough as we're on the run from your fucking bullshit. Yes. Eat my Lorenzo Lama's ass. <laughs> Fuck you. Lama's. <laughs> All right. So basically, we're at endgame here. Uh, Lorenzo Lamas has discovered his brother or his father is dead. And that's that's all it takes. It's mm-hmm. just like, all right, murder time. First, I'm going to go meet my uh, my gun dealer. <laughs> and his Volkswagen. <laughs> uh-huh. And just like whatever gun he's like, here's a gun. He's like, I'll take that. <laughs> he's like, and here's another gun. He's like, thank you very much. <laughs> Actually, now that I think about it, what was in the frunk? Uh it was the gun with the big barrel that's on the uh, uh it's the it's the super gun that leads to the 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 other best moment in the film. Okay. Um because I mean he has like this It's on the poster. It's Okay. It's yeah, it's the Terry Crews from the Expendable shotgun, basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is in which is in you know the the frunk of the Volkswagen. We, mm-hmm. we don't see it. Like he opens a case, right. which might as well be the Pulp Fiction case, and he's like, "We good?" And he's like, "Yep, I'll take it." Um, so then you see they the they've set up a meet at this. Wait, no, there was a there was a scene at. Uh, yeah, they they tried to do a legit like, oh, I have the money, even though he didn't have the money. Yeah. They had a meeting at a fish market with this real dumb like. The bad guy walks in with a newspaper, acts like he has a gun in it, and Lorenzo Lamas acts like he has a blade on the guy's dick, and it's just like a piece of rebar or something. I don't yes. know. It's not rebar, but you know. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a yeah. slab of metal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, to which, like, bad guy's like, ha ha, that's funny, you bluff me. And it's like, also, you just 
told him that you might be full of shit. I mean, I mean, I just feel like you know if you're establishing trust, like maybe going in with a fake weapon is not the best way of doing it. But this just like facilitates like that we're going to meet and gives you the money right at some point. Give yes. me back my brother. But he he sneaks into their salvage yard first he and does. plants a bunch of guns. He he. It's not. He, I I didn't even realize that was him or that was what was happening. Until like the scene started happening, it's not just, super clear, yeah. but you put it together real quick because right. you see him beforehand. He jumps the fence with a big bag of guns, mm-hmm. and then you just see hands putting guns under junk, mm-hmm. and then you see him back in the tow truck drive into this junkyard, right? Uh, and immediately a bunch of dudes come out and they're just like, "You ain't got no guns, dude." And he's like, "Nope, I'm clean." And they're like, oh, "I love." He walks out with his hands pretty well up, and yeah. the dudes like, "Put your hands up," and yeah. it's like. Was that in the script and you didn't? Yeah, it was like, did he do it ahead of time? And <laughs> you're just like, <laughs> you just well, that's my so line it's on the paper. Yeah, because yeah. then he's like, hire. Yeah. He's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> go fuck yourself, San yeah. Diego. <laughs> so, what is the thing that kicks this off? Uh, well, the brother was already pissed off because, like, for whatever reason, the schmo that was leading him out of the room was like, "Hey, real sorry about your dad. He oh, died yeah. unexpectedly." So, like, he was all agitated, right? And then. Like they drag the brother and the I'm not saying sister wife the sister in law <laughs> okay uh, uh, out and you know get the like proof of life thing and then I don't remember like I, what just, actually kicks off the gunfight part of it like I, I'm not exactly sure but basically it's just it's this all right stay there and then it's just like nah and he he like kicks something that's on the ground and it. Sh- Flings, flings a gun up in the air, which he grabs, and then he's like, all right, it's murder oh, time. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to fucking murder all of you. Yeah, he does several of the funhouse uh, teeter-totter yes, pop-up he, things. He, he he's not it, just planted guns. He's yeah. put them in traps. <laughs> so they spring into action. Well, that and, like, there's one point where he does that to, like, a bar- like an explosive barrel that pops up in the air. Well, th- this yeah. is the best okay. thing yeah. in, in this, I mean, second to him jumping 25 feet over a car. So, I mean, he is, he's just grabbing guns and shooting dudes. And when that gun's empty, he throws it down and picks up the next gun that he's hidden. And except for one, he, he hangs on to one for a while that he reloads like oh, three times. He's got this little, little yeah. tiny mini spray thing that yes. he's just lighting everything up. He's a hundred thousand bullets come out of that thing. But he has jumped onto like a cart mm-hmm. and he's dual wielding pistols and he is just shooting dudes in the legs and then hide, hides behind a truck that I believe he is pushing along himself. Yep. Uh, with a sh- and he's got a shotgun and he's shotgunning dudes, and it's not long after this that he goes to the big gun, and he pulls that out and is just launching it at people and barrels are exploding and then at one point he kick flips this thing which sends a barrel up into the air and he blasts that thing and it just rains down flammable fire on everybody. I, I'm pretty sure the barrel. I mean, obviously probably wouldn't be any reason for it to be in this place but i'm pretty sure the barrel had the radioactive symbol on it oh okay. yeah like i mean i just sure just i mean i think someone painted that on there for some reason Fine. yeah yeah as a goof I, I not a goof i mean i just you know there's some questionable things in this auto salvage yard as to why they would be there oh sure yes but i mean like the i don't can't imagine why they would have anything that would be radioactive i don't, but, I don't yeah. know but man it just toxic sure but yeah it just rains down fire on mm-hmm. and all these dudes are on fire <laughs> It's so good. Yeah. Uh, so this has established there are barrels of flammable material everywhere, and these things will be exploding for the rest of the scene, especially at one point where Lamas is running down a corridor as these barrels are exploding. One fucking goes off ahead of him, 
to where the flames are just on. Like he's clearly not wearing the flame retardant jelly stuff on him. Mm-hmm. You can tell like in a movie, you're like, okay, yeah. I, I, I appreciate the stunt, but I can tell you've got the jelly on your face and everything. And right. But no, he is running down this corridor and a barrel explodes in front of him and just flames hit him in the face. And yeah. you could tell he is super pissed off that that happened. There, there's a point where it sticks on his arm for yeah. a minute. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm sure what they're setting off is, you know, gasoline or something, you know, because that's how you get the big flames with right. the least, least amount of, you know, actual damage. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, whatever flammable liquid stuck to him for half a second because, yeah, like it looked like his arm was on fire. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's real, real like that stunt went wrong. Yeah. And had it gone any more wrong, yeah. <laughs> Lorenzo Lamas would not be with us today. Yeah. That's how dangerous it is. Um, but as long as he's okay, it's it's pretty cool. But Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> uh lots of running, lots of jumping around. This is when he does the weird one-handed flip from one <laughs> hiding spot to another. Just murdering everybody he possibly can. Yep. He's also switched to just I, all right, so multiple times throughout this movie, like he'll he'll be doing all the stuff that looks really cool, and then all of a sudden it's just like he has guns, and as I say, he'll just Kermit out every once in a while, where it's just like <laughs> dudes will start shooting as he's rounded a corner, and it's just like oh no, ah! you know, just like he does have a couple of moments of just like like I feel he's like the like, biggest goober, yeah, you know, like the hand, like hands go up in the air with the guns, like I don't know how to control my hands anymore, and like periodically throughout this final insane shootout, he just starts shooting gangster style, and also like wanted style throwing bullets out of the gun. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just he's at one point is just running down an area that is uh uh just a, like a series of offices with a glass window and he's just running down just shooting and yelling and running the whole time just murdering everyone who's behind the glass having a good time. The bad guys have led the the brother and the girl out and are they've gone into this weird area that is, as you described it, the bubbling goo. Because <laughs> you heard it first. Well, they have a, like, okay, so I saw something that, uh, did I see corrosive or something on the wall? Uh-huh. And I heard bubbling goo, and I was like, where's the goo pit? <laughs> you know. Um, well, here it is. Yeah. Because uh, there, there are, you know, little catwalks over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just a big vat of stuff. Acid. Yeah. Just, Acid goo. Whatever it is, but I mean, I'm sure it's like paint stripper. I mean, I would think that'd be what you why you would have it here is to like, you know, get bare metal. Yeah. But and also rust. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, so I would call this guy like the third tier henchman. Like he's the third in charge. He's the most he's the third prominent. The guy with the goatee and the long hair. He he's been in every action scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like the the third. Like there's the two guys who are pretty close in power. Yeah, but I thought I I. Uh, yeah, you're right. He's the one because he's he. Okay, so he's the one who's menacing the brother at first, mm-hmm. and Lorenzo Lamas comes into the scene, and you're like, shoot him into the goo pit, and he shoots him, but he goes flying the other direction into uh, electrical panel, which is also a pre-established uh, high yes, voltage, high site. voltage. Well, because uh, well, Rhonda, the sister-in-law, was hiding, yes. like by it, right? It's big high voltage thing. Yeah. So we were like. Uh, well, okay, that's fine. That's one of those deaths. That's okay. But then the high voltage panel launches him out over into the goo pit to where he just succumbs to the bubbling goo. Yep. Pretty good. <laughs> I clapped for like a good straight two minutes. Like Honestly, that was the most satisfying thing I've seen in a movie in a while since like maybe like the end of Endgame 
Yeah. I mean, I'm not being facetious. Like that was just like so many times you see this, you know, final destination esque setup for your end of your action movie. You're like, Oh man, I know what's going to happen here. And it never happens in a cool way where you're like, I mean, every once in a while, I mean like showdown little Tokyo. I think we liked the ending of that because it was like, Jesus God, like you really killed it. Wow. All right. Oh. Yeah, you're like, no, no movie's going to do that. Yes, All right. they are. <laughs> yes, they are. Uh, yeah, that's similar. I yeah. mean, it probably should have happened to someone a little higher up on the... on the. I don't know. This guy, fuck I, this guy. <laughs> well, yeah, fuck them all. i just saying, like, you know, the the other two guys were... No, I okay, so worse. I think, well, okay, so the second guy doesn't get the, the death that he deserves, but he gets fucking wrecked, because at this point, the rest of the henchmen are like fuck it, get in these forklifts and chase the rental llamas down. Mm-hmm. So they're fucking stunting around this place and forklifts chasing him. And he has shot one dude out of the forklift uh, to where now he is in a forklift. And um, he just he just traps the, the second in command guy up against a brick wall. And you're like, OK, he's going to get impaled. No, he just fucking drives through. <laughs> he drives through him, drives through the wall. And you see him and he is just in this this death pose of just like, I can't believe that fucking happened to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Um, but he's not dead. The, the main bad guy has to come over to him and shoot him in the head for no reason. Oh, that dude was mangled. He wasn't getting up. No, he wasn't getting up. But it's not like this guy was like, I'm going to give this guy a dignified death instead of letting you suffer. He was just like, fuck you, blam, you know. So now it's just basically Lorenzo Lamas and the main bad guy. And they go back to the guru, basically, because they end up having a, a duel uh, with their feats. <laughs> it's a duel of the feats. Mm. <laughs> I see. <laughs> over the uh, over the the goo pit uh, on on two different catwalks, they jump back and forth, which is kind of rad. They're just doing all this fighting and punching on parts of the catwalk that don't have guardrails. So occasionally, one will start to lose their balance and then jump over to the other one. And then at one point, Lorenzo Lamas loses his balance and jumps over to this big hook and then swings back over and kicks the guy. And then they fight some more. And then he just eventually gets that guy on the hook. And for, for what? For his crimes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, you mean literally? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. So this dude is hanging on a hook over the pit. Shouldn't hang me on a hook, Lorenzo. <laughs> My mother hung me on a hook once um so he's hanging on a hook over this goo pit and we're like our, our brains are like oh what the fuck's gonna happen is he gonna like goldberg spear the guy into the goo like how's what's gonna happen he's gonna slowly lower him in terminator 2 style what's gonna happen no he just his clothes break and he falls into the goo single stitch man yes yeah. that's the problem yeah and this guy was not nice so the guy didn't like say ah you know what i'm gonna give him the double stitch right yeah no he was a bad guy yeah uh yeah, so uh, he collects his brother and the lady, and they open the door to which the sunlight pours in, because it's a dawn of a new day, mm-hmm. and they just walk out. Yep. And Viper ends. Sure does. I mean, honestly, what else could you do there? <laughs> I think they still might have a problem with the cartel. The cartel could still hire a different crew <laughs> to come in and get them. Uh, they've not technically they have not solved their problem. They have just stopped part of the collection process. Mm. They still owe five million dollars oh. and the cartel still exists. So this is the equivalent of hanging up on just that one person that's like from the collection agency. Yeah, just, it's, it's like, not really going to help anything. Yeah, yeah, no, it doesn't do any good. Yeah, yeah. Lorenzo Lamas' credit score is still fucked up. <laughs> 
If that was <laughs> if that wasn't so long, I would call the episode title that. <laughs> yeah, Lorenzo Lamas' credit score is still fucked up. <laughs> true. Yeah. So true. So true. Yeah. Uh yeah, so uh Bad Blood slash Viper is over and it's a five jocks movie because it's the most gloriously ridiculous thing I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I mean this is kind of one of those like it's a shame that it's just two of us because yeah, I feel like I, who knew? I, well, yeah, I mean I feel like you know we we're probably not bringing enough of the thunder to you might be slightly shocked. I mean like normally I feel like we're a little bit more exuberant when we know that that's coming, but mm-hmm. yeah, this this movie's fucking insane. Um. Yeah, I mean it's 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 so weird because it I I feel like we've been somehow keep slipping into these where we're like oh this has got to be where like you know Hot Shots and Austin Powers <laughs> and all these things that are spoofing ridiculous you know action things get stuff from but I don't know this movie like yeah uh, like I mean, like I'm- when he randomly flips over that car I mean it was just like. All I could think of was like, you know, I hope my Hong Kong stunt team is ready. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, I know we don't we don't generally quote Austin Powers because the world has ruined that for us. But every once in a while, there are some. There that's are a some, line that has not been tainted right, by that the is, general public. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I have reached outside the the the, sure. the norm. Yes. And, you know, that's a deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's an amazing, amazing thing, and it is right up our alley. It is I, I will implore the the cast members who are not here to uh, seek this one out and have a good time because yeah, holy shit! I, I actually meant to put a disclaimer at the very beginning that I'm now re- realizing I did not to say I don't normally say this, but do not watch the trailer, do not listen to this episode, oh, yeah, like, go see the movie, right? Like because we've established the trailer was at the end of it, and it's a it's a great trailer if you've seen the movie. It's a really good trailer to be like, yeah, those are all the greatest things that happened in that movie, yeah. but it shows you everything that's like literally amazing. the vital villain's death is yeah. in the fucking trailer. Yeah. I mean, it's like at, like slow motion as it happened in the movie. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of stuff you could have used without showing like the three or four standing ovation moments that exist in this film. Don't put that in your trailer. Like the car flip is in the first 20 seconds of that trailer. Mm-hmm. It's just like Vipers having a bad day flip. You know, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> also, that trailer tries to sell it really hard as being this movie called Viper. And it's, it doesn't, it doesn't give any reason why it would be called Viper. They just keep calling him Viper, but the movie never calls him that. Not once. Nope. So yeah, bad blood it is. And my God, what an amazing thing. <laughs> yeah. Viper. It's totally kick ass. <laughs> well, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> Just let me do this shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We can handle it. Step one, time machine. Yeah. Step two, ad agency. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Step three, get the attention of Lorenzo Lamas. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, Lorenzo, <laughs> we have a tagline for a movie you haven't made yet. It's going to be great. <laughs> oh, man. Only it's not going to work because we're not going to call the movie that because there's going to be a TV yeah. show called that instead. Sorry. No, that, that'll be the thing we do. We stop the Viper TV show from happening. Mm. We, we just go into the network office and be like, canceled. <laughs> oh. Can we just stop the Viper car from ever existing? Ah, the Viper car is okay. It's really not. It's okay. It's... It's fine. I mean, it's not a it's not a problem now. It's not like it's a problem. It's not a problem. It's not I a just... problem. <laughs> okay, so we can only fix the big problems of the world. We can't just be like no, stop no. the the Aztec and the 
Oh, we things. can stop the Aztec. Oh, okay. Fuck that thing. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. So we can correct some minor automobile accidents. What? No. <laughs> that doesn't suck right at all. We can do that too. Uh, okay. Man, let's get a time machine. This sounds like fun. <laughs> Going back in time to solve minor traffic accidents. <laughs> hey. Hey, your brake light's out. Hey. And this person's not going to see it. Trust me on this one, bro. That's going to cost you $250. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, bro. You don't want to go to Factor Bank. <laughs> uh, oh, I mean, because we're going to be back in time, and that's where people would have taken their cars right? back when that was a thing. Yeah, Factor Bank. So, mm-hmm. uh, hey, you can go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and give us money for things. Mm. Uh, if you like the sound of a two-man show, which is what we just delivered... You can give us a dollar every month and get, I don't know, like seven of those, plus a backlog of hundreds of two-man podcasts and three-man podcasts and solo podcasts. It's, it's If you like solo variety, <laughs> if, <laughs> if you are tired of four people talking into microphones, mm-hmm. our Patreon is for you because it is generally less than four people talking into microphones. Mm. It's, it's a hell of a deal. Uh, for variety fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you don't care about that, just go to bmfcast.com. It is our website that has links to everywhere we will be. Uh, and, you know, links to links to everything, pl- including our free weekly show. Yes. So that that's really all you need to know is uh, bmfcast.com. Uh, you can, if you've got things you want to talk to us about or share with us or... You know, just just you want to see ask us questions or um, any number of things. You can call the Garfield Hotline, which is one nine one zero five five six nine two six three. I like that you put the one in there. It, international callers might need it. Okay, we have we have a a strong fan base in Australia. I just don't think we've ever said the one. Well, I like saying the one. Okay, one nine one zero. Okay, just letting you know. You still. You probably need to dial the one wherever you are. Mm, you would need to know. <laughs> if you're in another country, you need more than the one, and you don't have to do that in America anymore. Whatever. I don't know. Numbers. Okay. <laughs> Since we went digital, you don't have to dial the one. You just dial the area code. Fine. Okay. Fine. Uh, you can find that information on our website, too, and our email address. And we've got a Discord that you can join and chat with us all day long as we, um, you know, talk about the events of the day and uh, things we find interesting. It's uh, it's like a podcast, but in typed form <laughs> and spontaneous. Um, so anyway, that's all of our stuff. Unless you've got anything else. Um, no, I have no more stuff. Okay. I do not. No? Yeah, I'm out of stuff. Okay, great. Yeah. Well. All right. Well, let's get out of here, shall we? Yes. I'm Harlow. I'm Chuck. And this is Vanfcast out. <laughs> <laughs>